0: Good morning, everyone. I'm Jackie Lewis, the senior minister here at Middle Church, and I'm so delighted to welcome you to worship this morning on February 26th, this day that God has made for us to rejoice and be glad in. It is the last Sunday of Black History Month, certainly not the last Sunday of Black History, but the last Sunday of this month, and we have beautiful worship planned for you. Music conducted by and sung by my little brother, Titus Burgess. Miss you, baby. Sorry I'm not there in person. And our incredible ensemble, uh, a sermon that I'm preaching called Stocked by Goodness and Mercy, based on Psalm 23. I'm not there with you because I have uh, a COVID diagnosis. I have zero symptoms, but I have COVID nonetheless. And I'm staying home, isolating two more days to make sure that I keep my loved ones, and you are my loved ones, safe and well. I'm grateful that in our community, we test and mask And I'm asking you to also get yourself boosted because I am boosted and I don't even feel y'all like I have a cold. So I'm taking care of myself and I'm taking care of you this day uh, by being at home. This afternoon, we will ordain Christina Joy Fleming uh, at 2.30 and it will be also on the Zoom scores so if you can come that way as I will be doing so, please do as well. We're turning our calendar fully toward Lent and into Women's History Month, and I hope that you will come with us on this journey to find wisdom in the wilderness, and also that you will put our April conference on your calendar. It's your conference, y'all, and it's going to be amazing, Uh, Freedom Rising with Fierce Love, as we look at ways to dismantle the fascism that's growing in our nation with our fierce love. There's so much good news to share about all the ways that our rebuilding is going, but I also have to say today, just reminding you that we've lost two, two lionesses in our community. The Reverend Sandy Stone passed away um, earlier this month, and I am devastated to tell you that Achebe Powell lost her battle with COVID and has passed away. Her memorial is scheduled for March 11, and we will be saying more about that as time goes on. But it will happen on the 11th of March, a Saturday and I'll be officiating. Uh, Thanks be to God. I want to say out loud that Achebe's battle with COVID was fierce. She is fierce. And she fought like the lion that she is. And friends, let us take care to remember that COVID is really still amongst us. And that's not to make us afraid, but it is to make us wise and careful. And love means not pretending. Love means taking care of each other so that we can be well as a community. Let me take a deep breath on that announcement and invite you to do the same, to pray for Sandy's family, to pray for Chili's family, to remember that we are their family, so to let our grief Be as true as our love. And God can hold all of that with us. All of that with us. So let us worship the God of love. May it be so.
1: Adapted from Children's Litany for Lent, by Jennifer Zecklin. This first Sunday of Lent, and every Sunday after, we give up the idea that we have no voice. We refuse to believe that young people are powerless. That we cannot make a difference in our
2: churches and neighborhoods, our country,
1: and our world.
2: We give up the idea that our dream of a better tomorrow must wait until we're older. We give up the idea that violence ever solves anything and that war is the only way to freedom. We will walk away from seeing poverty as someone else's problem and care for our neighbors and we will share with everyone on the playground. We will give up the idea that hatred is ever okay. And we stand with our friends and neighbors of different races, countries of origin, citizenship, status, sexual orientation, gender identity, age, and ability. We give up the idea that hatred, bigotry, and bullying should ever be associated with God.
1: We dream of a world where all people in all places of all faiths can work together and where all children can have the chance to grow up and live their dreams. Congregation in person and online, we call on you to commit to the words of our young people. And if you do, please read aloud with me what you see on the screen. I'll guide us. We will hear your voices and lift up your dreams. We will support your efforts in the community and in the world. We will teach you ways of peace and model for you ways of loving our enemies. We will fight against injustice for you and with you.
2: We will elect
1: leaders who will help you reach your dreams. We will will not, however, are willing to be mediators and peacemakers. We We will will enter in our own lives, and and we will speak out any time we hear injustice, knowing that to remain silent is not an act of love. love. We We will will enter Lent in commitment to fierce love love with you. you. Amen. Amen. Let's sing "See You and go back to our seats.
0: Please stand. Let us now pray together the Lord's Prayer in any way that you feel comfortable, the way that you know it, or is written in your bulletin. Ever-loving and holy God, hallowed be your name. Your reign come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. other's boundaries with an open heart and loving gentleness. God bless.
3: i right. mercy toward us for your goodness and your mercy
4: Thank you.
0: Were you when you first heard the 23rd Psalm? How old were you when you were invited to memorize it? And which version? Those of us who grew up in Sunday school learned this psalm by heart. Uh, Let me say a translation that is a little bit modern the 23rd Psalm. God is my shepherd. I have everything that I need. God makes me to lie down in green pastures leads me beside still waters and restores my soul, restores my breath. God leads me in the right paths for God's name's sake, for the sake of God's name. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, the valley of the shadow, I fear no evil, for God is with me. Your rod, God, and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell. In your house, God, forever. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. As a shepherd himself, a man named Philip Keller wrote a book called The Shepherd's Luck at the 23rd Psalm. The metaphor in this psalm came to life for me, reading this book. Who knows about sheep? I don't know about sheep. Who therefore knows fully what it means uh, for there to be a shepherd keeping watch by night. The people in the ancient Israel's time would have known, would have understood um, the, the power of shepherding, the importance of shepherding, herds across the wilderness to make sure they can eat and rest and feed and get up again. These sheep who would have uh, been shorn for warm clothing who would have been um cheese and milk and a um, way of being feeding sustaining uh, the people were fed and sustained by shepherds david was a shepherd uh, who became a king and it was not a sexy profession you know there were some rough spots about sleeping out in barns and fields with sheep and cows and goats and whatnot. But it was essential for the community to have somebody who guided this uh, incredible resource, if you will, across the wild places to make sure that God's people would have what they needed to nurture their lives. But some of what Philip said about sheep really fascinates me as I think about my own life and our life in community. I'll say a couple of highlights. Makes me to lie down in green pastures, leaves me beside still waters, restores my breath. Like these really essential pieces of life that the shepherd gives to the sheep. Makes me lie down in green pastures, but pastures have to be green enough for there to be enough nutrients for the sheep to survive, to thrive, makes me to lie down in the green pastures to make sure that I have what I need, causes me to stop and rest in the green, cool green pastures so that I can um, be cooled from the hot sun, but also graze in the grass grazing in the grass is a gas, oh, uh, sorry, wrong metaphor. <laughs> um, this idea of getting the food, the nutrients, the nurture that we need, because the shepherd has her eye on us, is a plan for us, a location for us, a way for us, a path for us, a right path for us, for her namesake. I didn't lose any sheep. My sheep are not lost in space. I brought my whole herd to the pasture, to the end game. I know them by name, each one by name. I have my eye on them, a way for them, a path for them, a plan for them, an outcome for them, for which I am responsible. I am the shepherd taking them by the cool water, the the not stagnant, not diseased, not um, rancid water, but the cool, crisp, moving water so that their thirst is quenched, so that the liquid that they need, so their blood flows well, so their blood clots well, so their hearts pump well, so that the nutrients move through their body. I took them to the cool, crisp, fresh water so they could live and not die. The living water that was the water that would quench every thirst, that would fulfill every need. I am the shepherd who did that, our God, and restore their breath Take them to the green pasture, lead them by the still water, the, the, the good, nurturing, fresh water, and restore their breath. Philip Keller says sheep are so crazy that they will eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. Because, you know, they don't have noom <laughs> psychoanalysis about why they're eating so much that they will fall down. And when they fall down, When they fall down, if they are not stood upright, the way their stomachs, their more than one stomachs, fill up with the grass, fills up with the gas, and they can literally die. Restores their soul, restores their sike. The shepherd restores their breath, their ability to breathe because the shepherd stands the sheep back up. We fall down, but we get back up, but the shepherd gets us back up. And restores our ability to breathe, to have life. Biological needs met. Psychological needs met. Philip Keller says the sheep are so crazy if they get a little itch, a little tick, a little fly, they'll take themselves to a to a post or or or, or to the staff itself, or, or to a, a little wire sticking out of a fence and scratch themselves and scratch themselves and scratch themselves until they think the itch is gone. But they can scratch themselves so much, so hard on the post, on the fence, that they will lose their skin. Thou anointest my head with oil, the King James Version says. You anoint my head with oil. A balm in Gilead, a salve for our wounds, ointment, fragrant ointment for our aching body parts, oil of gladness for our mourning. God's got oil for ashy hands, oil for hurting limbs, oil for wounded heads, oil for wounded hearts, oil, to soothe our gurgling bellies, oil, to anoint us and remind us of our holiness. You set a table before me in the presence of mine enemies, in the presence of enmity. I've got you, I've got you with what you need to survive. I've got you. I've got a tableau, a flat table for you where you won't fall down while you graze, while you eat. I'm setting a table before you in the presence of the lions and the tigers and the bears. I'm setting a table before you in the presence of the haters and debaters. I'm setting a present table before you in the midst of enmity and calamity. I'm setting a table for you. In the midst of drama and trauma, I am setting a table for you, my child, a table for you in the presence of fascism and racism. I'm setting a table for you, a table just for you, for you to be you in the midst of craziness. I'm setting a table for you because I see you and I know you and I've got you. I've got your front and your back. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Surely goodness and mercy will be at my back, at my wind, at my six, the military might say, all of my life, follow me all of my life, like skin, like breath, like codependently, stick with me, track me, like I'll be watching you, Sting saying. All of my life, goodness and mercy, following me, stalking me, staying with me, tracking me, never leaving me, never failing me. All the days of my life, I preach with COVID in my body, and I feel stalked by goodness and mercy. I preach with a broken heart because I'm missing being with you, and I feel stopped by goodness and mercy. I preach knowing that black women's lives don't matter, and I feel stopped by goodness and mercy. I preach knowing that our political system is a failure, and I feel stopped by goodness and mercy. I preach with my father struggling in his body, and I feel stalked by goodness and mercy. I preach knowing that the world, the nation is trying to cancel out black history for shame and embarrassment at what whiteness has done to me and mine. And I still feel stocked by goodness and mercy because God is God today, yesterday, and always. I'm never alone. There's always a table. There's always nurture. There's always nutrients. There's always living waters because I am stocked by goodness and mercy. You are stocked middle family by goodness and mercy nothing you can do to make god stop loving you know where you can go where god won't find you nothing you can do to separate you from the goodness and mercy that is designed for your life will it protect you from all of the viruses that are hunting us no will it protect you from having a broken heart no will it stop you from feeling discriminated against or hurt absolutely not However, you will never, ever be alone because the shepherd is right here whose rod and staff will comfort you all the days of your life. On this last Sunday of Black History Month, All the history is all of our history. And what's in our history is the sure and present, ever present, never failing, never leaving, always close enough to touch and feel love of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Rachel, Leah, and Mary, Jesus, the Christ, and you and me. That God, that God is stalking you with love and goodness and mercy. All the days, all the days of your life. May that bring you comfort. May that bring you joy. May that cause you praise. Amen.
5: to join the movement that you for sure are feeling in the movement today. I have thought about what I would say a thousand times over. Matthew has decided I'm speaking today. Um, and I have changed my mind 30 times because I keep thinking like, what am I gonna say that matters? And so I was sitting here today and I even was with Christina Yushi and I said, I changed my mind again. And then after that music, Helen and Paula and choir and Titus, I'm just gonna let it go. And whatever happens, happens. Because I'm literally still shaking from that song. So I am a recovering Catholic. (laughs) So let's start there. I went to 12 years of Catholic education and I'm literally still recovering. And part of what I'm recovering from, it's really sort of two parts. It's the the preaching and the not doing that never felt connected in my body. So we're just gonna go to church on Sunday and pray it all away. I'm gonna pray my gay away. I'm gonna pray hatred away. I'm gonna pray bigotry away, poverty away. We're just gonna pray it away I don't understand, we're the ones here, shouldn't we be doing something? That was always in my mind. I never could really quite figure out the gap for me growing up, and so I believed then that religion wasn't for me. That I just, it wasn't about me, it wasn't for me, I didn't fit in for lots of reasons. And so I just faded away, and actually my family faded away too. I'm probably the only, I think I'm the only one left in my family that even still kind of goes to church. And I say kind of, because I'm still figuring it out. Mm -hmm. I'm still not sure exactly what I believe. I'm still not sure exactly where I belong. I struggle seeing what I see portrayed in our world about religion. And then the citizenism in me says, well, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Don't just buy in to buy in. Be careful what you believe, be careful who you follow. I've even questioned Jackie to Jackie. And what a beautiful place to do that. Because in no other space could I do that. Questioning was like blasphemy. I was rejected for questioning. So as I speak to people here in this space that might be sitting here like I was 12 years ago when Matthew brought me here, I remember the first time I came, you guys did pass the peace. And back then without COVID, it was like really passing the (laughs) peace. And let me just share to you, if you haven't been to a Catholic church, you just do this. You don't move, you don't hug, you don't shout out to people across the aisle. It's just the four corners around you and then we keep it pushing so to be in this space and literally everyone move and greet and hug and love and call each other in and say i missed you last week when you weren't here was actually overwhelming to me and i left thinking i am never doing that again (laughs) you're crazy i love you but you're going to be going alone but then i continued to come and i allowed myself to be in my space and my way and so now that you might now that I've met you you might watch me more matthew will be jumping yelling hollering screaming shouting cheering everybody on and i will be quiet <laughs> most of the time because it's okay to do it our way amen hallelujah so what i want to say to all of you all of you up there and all of you at home if you are like me trying to find your way to god faith universe spirit and you're not sure how you want to do that or where you belong, I would say, come sit in a seat and just hang out for a while. And just be honest that you don't know where you are and you don't know where you're going, and everyone here will accept you. The opening said, song said, come in and you'll find out. Hello. I'm still finding out every day. Today, that music, I don't come thinking I will be moved because it's not my experience. So then when I am, I'm literally like, what is happening? You know, like, (laughs) is that that thing that people do? Like, what is happening? So I get nervous and I lock it down tight. That's okay, right? You can come sit next to me. We will lock it down together. The last thing I'm going to say to you, because I know middle loves nothing better than being on time, is that... If you really still aren't sure what your religious faith journey is, what has been most important to me at least in finding my way is knowing that love is an action. Prayer is an action. So if you see the world like I see it sometimes and feel anxious, overwhelmed, sad, beaten down, sometimes can't see the light, and I'm trying to figure out what can I do. And sometimes there's so much that you're actually frozen by the question, what can I do, and feel like nothing you do will matter. I will say to you, give to middle, and they will figure out what to do. And then you can know that you have done something, even if you don't know exactly what you've done but you did not sit at home and do nothing. Amen. You did not sit in silence. Even if you couldn't find the words, Jackie has the words, Helen has the words, Paula has the words, Carla, choir ha- Car- Carla. <laughs> Carla has the words, the choir has the words, Titus has the words, Jackie has the words. You don't have to have the words. Amen. Show up. Amen. Be in action.
6: Mm-hmm. Join the movement. Yeah. So the ways that you can join the movement is going to our website at middlechurch.org where you can see um, information about our three year plan that we have to help us rebuild our home. Um, If you are, and I stole this joke from my friend, A.Z., a bedside Baptist like I have been for the past three years watching at home, (laughs) you can scan the QR code and you can find ways that you can plug in and you can donate as well. And also just very, very briefly, um, one of my favorite quotes that I've been like really resonating with is coincidence is when God chooses to remain anonymous. And that speaks to me because I don't think it's a coincidence that we would be in this space singing gospel music with a gospel choir that has Latinx folks, Asian folks, all flavors of white, black people in a synagogue (laughs) on a Sunday. That's not a coincidence. God is love, everything else is a lie. Join Middle Church and find out how you can be a light and a culture obsessed with shade.
7: God, we thank you, we praise you, and we bring these gifts to honor you. Use these gifts for the will and purpose that you see fit in fierce revolutionary love. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. It is a wild and and wonderful thing to consider that goodness and mercy follow you (laughs) all the days of your life. Even the ones you didn't really want goodness and mercy there for. (laughs) goodness and mercy followed you. And maybe that's why you're here now. That might be how you got here. And maybe that's how it's gonna get you where you're supposed to go. Maybe you're still in the, in the valley of the shadow of death. I don't know where you are today. We take somewhere around 21,000 breaths every day without even noticing it. And in your very breath is God. Goodness is mercy. <laughs> Follow each of those. I'm just supposed to Benedict y'all out. Sorry, I'm not supposed to preach. <laughs> so let me, let me just say, um, in this week when you go forth, And whatever it is that you do in this world, take the love of God with you. And know that you are not alone. God is with you. And coming right behind that, our goodness and mercy. Go with God. Amen. Amen.